Welcome to the Progress of the Unity podcast, and we're in the studios this evening uh, about to discuss Wasik's away trip to Bolton, the current situation with our manager, and uh, the backing he's received from the chairman, Dave Whelan. So, and there's a, a good crowd in tonight. How are we all doing, fellas? Alright, good. Alright, good stuff. Right, well, before we uh, all start falling out with each other over what we're going to do with our manager, We'll try and dissect the Bolton game. So, as usual, Gareth, could you start us off with some stats, please? Yes, the stats from the game Bolton Wanderers versus Wigan Athletic. Possession 53% to Bolton, 47 to the Latics. Attempts Bolton managed 15, Wigan 9. On target, Bolton managed 5, Wigan had 2. Bolton committed 16 fouls, Latics 12. Bolton got 1 yellow, Latics 3. No reds. Sadly, Bolton 1-3-1. They did indeed. Uh, I'd like to start off on a bit of a positive and a bit of an eye because it's about as positive and high as I'm going to get all evening, I think. First 15 minutes, I thought we looked quite well. We did uh, good. Could have perhaps brought through. Uh, but Manuel was unlucky. Uh, and then it went all downhill. Yeah. I don't know what anybody else thought. Well, all the time you're thinking, got to score. The way we're playing at the moment, it's really important that we put away our chances when we get them and then look what happened oh sorry we're still positive at the moment no no we're not we've had, we've had the opening gambit oh is that it now how long has it been two minutes it yeah. does show you that it's a mental game because whilst, whilst they felt they were going to get something they look alright as soon as, the, as soon as they were not getting anything from this game got into the reds the reds dropped that was after 15 minutes that <laughs> no, you, you're going to have periods where you're better and, and where the opposition is better I think we were better in the first half, just about, mm. we shaved it. Yeah, we shaved it the first half, we were the best yeah. side in the first half. Come out, and then within, bang, 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 oh. I thought it was even for start, because yeah. we had our period. Yeah, our yeah. Period. I yeah. say that yeah. on the basis of hitting the, the crossbar. Chances. Yeah, yeah. shaded means that we, we were chances. not better by much. Uh, yeah. I think it uh, cost us before the <laughs> half-time. I think Bolton, really lucky not to score before half-time. I think Bolton got a bit str- mentally stronger after that and felt, oh, this must be our day, let's go, let's go get a few goals. And so it was. Yeah, the sisters out, didn't they? Yeah. I think the difference was what, uh, what happened in the dressing room at half time. I think Wigan were the better side in the first half. When you consider that, we hit the bar, we hit the post. We had a chance after two minutes, which I was disappointed in because we didn't actually test the keeper in that. And I think the keeper should have at least been tested by Maloney on that. But it was it was nip and tuck all the way through in that first half, and I think the key was what was said in the dressing room at half time. And I think Neil Lennon has got the experience as a manager of where he's managed, and, and he turned it round with his players. And what he did was he sent players out. Only two players started playing in a different way, and it completely threw the back line of Wigan. Keenan was non-existent for me in that second half, and that meant Barnett had to cover for him, and it meant Barnett was starting making mistakes. But it's just two little changes he made, Lennon. And it wasn't in personnel, it was the way they were playing. And that completely changed the game. It, 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 our centre-backs weren't, didn't cover themselves in that much for it. First time, there was a lot of scrambling defences. What make a, a turn from your favourite code, Mick, uh, going on. Uh, because there was a, a lack of protection in front of them. There was, you know, reviews and foreshaw there. They're not what you call solid defensive midfielders, are they? Were, were the stopping the you know once Bolton got got wind of <coughs> out of attackers I mean a lot of people don't like um, 
Lee Chung Young, Lee Young Chung, yeah. Chung Young Lee. Yeah. Uh, but he was, uh, he started running the show, I thought, in the first half, mm. and he had a lot of time on the ball. We worked towards him going, Rob would have, weren't you, still behind Well, was, yeah, I thought he was the best player up pitch by a mile. About the time I'd left, yeah. Uh, but I think, we did, I think we dominated, uh, like I said, that first 15 minutes, did okay. Uh, Bolton started to get on top. Then we had, I thought we had a, our best spell of the game then, just before half time. I thought we put quite a bit of pressure un- mm. under. Uh, we hit the post, uh, we had a s- succession of corners. Uh, Espinosa dragged his shot wide, should have hit the target. And then. He should have hit one with his right peg as well, shouldn't he, to try to get it on his yeah. left? Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, I thought. Well, you're coming out second half and you're expecting more of the same and then we got the complete opposite and it was just an absolute shambles. Air midfield, should all the Reds in shame, I thought they was worse than the defenders. I agree. Which, well, and you can see three goals but they're probably at fault. I thought Hughes was so, so poor. I thought Farshaw was equally as bad. And sooner McCann and Watson are back and fit and ready to play and starting games, the better. Yeah, but they've been out an awful long time. I'm not bothered, Paul. Can't be best. Can't do any worse than it's them two. It's going to take a while to find the form, though, yeah. isn't it? You know, yeah. if we're expecting them to turn our season round, then we're, we're desperate. Well, we, well, we are. Well, desperate. We, we are desperate. Well, we're, 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 we're in a relegation battle. The 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 they're playing at development squad. So it's not, it's not, it's not going to be that much of it. McCann was fit and it took him six months to start imposing himself when he was fit. Never mind when he's had a, a big long holiday. He's going to have to hit the ground running, isn't he? Because no one else is doing the business, mm. mate, so... I think we missed Kelly. Yeah. Team. Yes, yes. Yeah. I think, uh, the middle three were all he's similar players. Cowie's your mop-up, man. You, you, you watch him, next time we play, you watch how much he mops up after the others. Doesn't do anything but spectacular when he gets it. Well, he does an awful lot of mopping up. I think he plays all night when, he's, when he plays inside, but when he's out wide, yeah, he put, right him the, put him in the middle. He, yeah. mop, he mops the foot left, right, centre. We had, um, I think it was the Fulham game we were doing carry watch because somebody had commented about how bad he was. And we were like, no. So we were sat watching, and every time he did something good, we were giving him a, like a, a, a tick on this and every time he did something bad, we were giving him a tick on the other. Ran out of fingers and just gave it up and was like, right, he's he's weighing credit here. Mm. Yeah, he'd, he'd have to have scored like three on goals to have. Is he a Wigan scapegoat? Is he becoming a yes, Wigan scapegoat? Yes, absolutely, goat, absolutely think, is. Yeah. I think if you look in some mop up, I think Chris does it ten times better, if I'm being honest. I think he's better with the ball at his feet, he can pick a pass. I don't think there's, there's no debate to be had. I think he's, he's not, twice the play. I, th- I, think I don't see where Kerry fits in. If you play a, a, a 14 man team, you start with Kerry because he's got a lot more legs in him, and then Kervis is very good at. at keeping it solid in the last 10 minutes. You know when you're sort of attacking and you want to stay attacking and the ball gets cleared and picking them balls up is, is where he particularly... and then distributing it back in, feeding it back in. I yeah, re- the thing was, we, we, we were shit and we lost yeah. again. Yeah. Uh, I mean, a very sorry. good summing up of the game. Sorry for swearing, Mike, but, mm. but, but we were. And overall, we looked at the game overall. I know we, we, we said we were good for 15 minutes and probably it was, uh, you know... Uh, a close to a staff overall we were undone by yeah. the better team on the night three goals in 11 minutes and that, that young lad Clayton what, how much was he £300,000 or something he could have had a bloody hat trick yeah, it's like a paper boy don't it when you look at him 
and then uh, they, they had another chance he had another chance didn't he when uh, Barnett hit that back pass and he, he put him in he should, he should have hit the target oh, no, yeah he should have Barnett uh, hit him under it a, a back pass to Carson and he was just in and he just put it yeah. right at the post yeah and he could have been really embarrassing apparently Whelan left after 20 minutes uh, well, sorry not after 20 minutes it was 20 minutes left he left yeah I met him actually did you? <laughs> Oh, was that why he left us? Uh, yeah. Were you going with Frankie and Venice? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Took him out for a few scoops. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, after the game, <clears throat> our intrepid manager uh, spoke to the press. I'd like us to have a listen to what he said and see what we make of it. Felt uh, started the game well. Uh, in the first half, hit the post, hit the bar, and two another big, big chances uh, with Roger Espinosa. Uh, would have been a different game when we go one and up. Um, second half, Bolton won the game by pure willpower, energy, desire. Uh, very competitive, and some of our players couldn't cope with it. Uh, absolutely embarrassing after the goals we conceded that we, that we gave up. We lost completely the organisation, completely our heads, and the will to compete, the will to compete for our football club, the will to compete for yourself, for your family to make yourself proud and um, I take responsibility for that performance uh, like I always will do and um, so that's it I suppose extra disappointing given the fantastic support support you had from the 2007 yeah and um, that makes it for me the worst the worst thing um, that we have delivered such a performance in any competitive game of football especially in a derby game um, and um, I'm not sure that means a lot for my players, for some of my players, and uh, maybe not means enough. And um, I think I saw a lot today. Uh, going forward, some of the players have, uh, have to wait a very long time before they get a chance again. Uwe, what more then can you do? Uh, good question. Um, I don't know. I think... I think now is no, there's no point after half an hour after the game to make final conclusions. Um, like I said, I, I feel embarrassed and I apologise to the supporters and to the chairman for a performance like that. They'll be given in the second half and everything else, we will see what happens. Your criticism is pretty strong of some of your playing squad. Do you no, trust, think, do you trust think, them? I think uh, I take responsibility. I'm not blaming the players. But I also have to say that uh, I have to be truthful of what happened in the second half. And we didn't have the character, we fought together, we didn't fight, we gave up. And, uh, and that is the fact, we, I cannot talk around that. And uh, in the end of the day, I'm not mentioning any individuals. Uh, I say us as a, as a whole, uh, together, and, and I will take responsibility for this. So that is what I'm saying, but obviously, out there you have to be proud to wear that shirt and in the second half some of the players wasn't wasn't proud enough so Rosler uh, giving his, his verdict after the game uh, don't know why he also what he said I mean I've mentioned words uh, like embarrassing uh, with, um, pride etc uh, what else could he say I think he, n he nailed it yeah I think he's been too defensive of his players 
Do you do? I do, yeah. Well, I, think I thought, see, I, I, I didn't think. I, I was with Juliet Far- Farrington, though. She, she, I think she was fishing for anything because he, he was inting at certain people within the team, I thought. Mm. Yeah, I know, but his, he wasn't naming them, was he? He was still defending oh, them. He, he named Roger Espinosa. He named somebody. He named Roger Espinosa. He named Sean Maloney in a roundabout way. Yeah. That's uh, so. There's two plays there. So is he playing? No, well, were, he, he didn't well, mention him in the critical sense, though, did he? Well, yeah, well, yeah. Well, who was the player who disappointed in going forward? Who's going to have to waste a long time before he gets back in the team? He said some of the players. Yeah. Well, yeah, it he took one off, didn't it? He? he took one particular attacking player off. Going forward doesn't necessarily mean. Yeah, I thought player, he meant going in forward in, in, in yeah. terms of yeah. time. Yeah, and backing up. Yeah. Well, yeah, I thought. I was taking it as he was talking after the game and about going forward in that match because the attacking prowess wasn't what he was expecting. Mm, I, didn't, I didn't read that into it. I thought he meant just... Uh, well, we'll, yeah. find I'm, yeah. we'll find I'm, out. I'm, I'm saying, I'm saying uh, defensive in the way in which he's been saying I have to take responsibility for this. I'm sorry, but the players also have a lot of responsibility to show after that performance on Friday. He's the manager, though, mate. Yeah, but he does. The book stops with him. He's responsible for them. What you mean? He's responsible for. Without a doubt, he's responsible for Espinosa using his left peg instead of his right peg in the box. No, not that. What about the no, second? No, no, this is what I'm getting at. I'm sorry, but this is yeah. this is what I'm getting at. It's it's down to the players. The manager can only do so much when the players cross that line and go on the pitch. It's down to the players. All he can do is stem things from or change things around to stop things from happening or encourage other things. He should have seen that in the first half. He should have seen our midfield was starting to get overrun <laughs> and made a subtle change, which he did, which he did do, but in the 75th minute when he brought this stump. We were three goals down by that stage. Yeah, but I'm sorry, I'm getting back to this point about responsibility, though. The fact is, is he, the responsibility for the players is preparing for a game. How they perform on the day is their responsibility. They've got to shoulder it. And they've got to turn around and say, I was crap today. Like, like right, so they're not going to do it in public, but they should do it well, in public. What about they've been set up? Yeah, but they've not been set up to use their own foot, have they? Yeah, correct. I'm, I'm not with you, though. I don't Look, know what you mean. What I'm saying is Espinosa had an opportunity there, a clear-cut opportunity of banging one in the back of the union bag. No, he had a, to get a strike away on goal. Right, he should have at least le- le- challenged the so what he did, he wanted to make sure because, for whatever reason, we're down at the bottom of the table, nerves second part, so he's trying to get it on his strong foot. He's got it, uh, he's tried to get it on the only foot he can use. He scored with his right foot. He scored a screamer with his he right foot. He should have scored again with his right foot, shouldn't he, on, th- on Friday night, but he didn't. But that, again, that's mental. Why not? I just have a crack. Why, why are you worrying about which foot you're on the crack? It's confidence, because it? he's confidence. not got confidence. He might have been confident that he could drag it back onto his left. Doesn't want to. It's not one. worked. Now I'm sorry, there was one or two performances on Friday night where the players themselves were going to hold their hands up and say okay. that was not. Yeah, yeah. But I think Barnett would actually admit that was one of his shaky it performances. Was but at the Keenan, Keenan, Keenan was non-existent. Yeah, that's that's Farshaw. Farshaw, 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 Absolutely, with the interpassing <coughs> little movement, we're brilliant. That's it, two things, exactly there, movement, passing. If a team is not passing to teammates, they all look like jumps. The, the, the only way to be a standout performer in, in a, a performance that is noted for being poor is to have the ball at your feet and dribble past people. You, know, you can't, if, if, if nobody's playing well, 
you can't sit in the middle and ping passes to them all because they won't be running in the right spots. So it just makes everybody look worse. We have a player in our squad who can get the ball to his feet and run past. And he does it time and time again and he does it every week. James McLean. But you were sat on the bench again. Uh, What surprised me (coughs) on on Friday was the fact that when he brought McLean on, he didn't set McManaman off. I mean, that was a big surprise for me because that's what he's been doing all all season, isn't it? 60 minutes in, set your watch by. Yeah, Yeah, breezy, it was on Friday. He didn't do it week before either, did he? No. 80 minutes in. Maybe he's changing a bit, eh? Yeah. You notice McLean came on and a few minutes later, McManaman's got the ball in the back of the net thanks to McLean Cross. Exactly, exactly, yeah. Yeah. It's a good point. But, you know, things like that change things like things like that just plant seeds in in people's heads and you'll have all these people saying oh well they should have done it years ago eh? well it, there's been a lot of call for espinoza to come on and and he had a what he had one half decent game didn't he and now now everybody wants oh the, the answers to do to try mclean and, and mcmanaman at the same time the only thing i've not heard this time round is why are we not playing bloody 4 4 2? Well, we've heard that as well. But well, I, I, I haven't heard it as much this time round. That was the one that was always levelled at Martinez, wasn't it? Espinosa, I think, has played well since he's come in team. Yes. I don't think he, he, he wasn't that bad on Tuesday night. I actually Friday don't, night. Yeah, I don't believe we're centering all our attention on him no. at the moment. He's, he's not the great not saving, picking. is he? I mean, he cuts his hair. It's not like you're bringing Jesus on again. <laughs> Very good point. Yeah. You know, he's had an haircut now, so he, he can't be the saviour. I think we're all searching for answers. Yeah. And the sad thing is, the manager's still searching for answers. But you keep you keep going back to this magical period under Martinez, Paul, when when, when the belief was there and everybody yeah. got pulling in the right direction and he hit on a combination. We're a million miles. But away from he, the he'd been searching for answers. I, you know, I. That is what, true. One of the notes I wrote down here about um, talking about good managers in bad situations as opposed to bad managers, full stop. At that just before that happened, there was a number of people, and and I'm I'm fairly certain, and apologise if I accuse you out of turn, accused him of being the worst manager in the division, and and suddenly it's found the magic formula. <laughs> no, no, I, I I think Gareth was one of them, but yeah. I, I was the top of the list. Yeah, I, I, I set red up. He was an idiot. But and and that's one of the points. But there's no way. In this world, you can you, you can compare Rosler with Martinez because the situation is totally different. No, the objectives are totally different. No, but the, the resources are totally different. The, the, the quality of what's being delivered in terms of expectation is not totally different. You go back three weeks before we went on that mad run. Martinez was not under any stretch delivering against his objectives. Now, look, I appreciate that the circumstance is different, the objectives are different, but if you just measure delivery against those objectives, it was not working for Martinez. Some people were in the same boat as they are now with Rosler saying, the guy's a clown, get shut of him. Some were in the same boat they are now saying, there's a bit of something there, let's just give it a little bit longer. But we was a lot closer to those objectives than what we are now. I think we, we, were, we weren't. We weren't. We, weren't. we were, we were heading straight for being relegated. It, we were now because you look in retrospect. It was only four points off safety. No, we was, we was, we was further apart than that. I think the nine well, game, the nine defeats yeah. of the trot, we were a million yeah. miles away. We were a million away. miles away. That was October. Yeah. Yeah, but the, 
you know, you, you look across the whole city, it's easy looking retrospectively at Martin. That's a brilliant thing, isn't it? Turned it round and delivered people, what people were thinking before he did that was the guy hasn't got a clue, get shut. Well, this fellow's, I'll be honest, this fellow's not got a clue. But, according to Whelan, let me just read this statement out. Hear the anger in his voice here. <laughs> Friday's performance was not acceptable. I was very disappointed with what I saw. And that's what he said. But the last Supremo isn't laying the blame at the feet of his chosen one. Mourinho. Yes. Indeed, in a defiant stance of the rumblings of some of the supporters, me, over the current predicament, Whelan has said, there is nothing wrong with the manager. A good manager doesn't become a bad one overnight. And Uwe Rosler is a good manager. I agree with him though, he doesn't yeah. become a bad manager overnight, but he's not become a bad manager overnight, he's become a bad manager since last March. Right. This has been running on. Do you trust Whelan's judgement? There's a, there's a question I'll start oh. with. Somebody, somebody's, trust Whelan's judgement some, over your own? Somebody's asked me to ask a question, it's, I'm sorry for saying this, but it's very similar to what you're saying. And the, the question was, what he wanted to ask him is, how many managers has we unstuck by when results have been bad that have gone on to be failures? One. <clears throat> Go on, Rob. Martinez. Go on, there was another one, there isn't it? Martinez was not a failure by any stretch. Or gone on to be a failure, sorry. Well, he got us relegated, but... Oh, yeah? What is it that? <laughs> what, was, what does that But he did win his FA Cup, yeah, which is more than every other well, Wigan Athletic manager in the history of time. Right, in so terms of that relegation, <laughs> nine centre-halves, you put a manager in there that can cope with that much change. Yeah, I, I wouldn't say Martinez was a failure. Martinez, no, I'd have him back now. I'd yeah. give him the club if I had my way. Never mind, I'd have him back. I was going to go on. Go on, <laughs> what are you saying? Do I trust my... Yeah, do you trust Whelan's judgement? No. Yes. No, not, not, not now I don't. Well, he's got it right in the past. I mean, all right, he appointed Owen Coyle, but he realised and got shot sharp. 78 now. Ooh, that's, that's a very ageist comment, Barry. Yeah, it's right, here's a couple there of questions. What, what are, um, what, what's Whelan's, uh... Right, see how long it takes you to, to put this list together. Sacked by Gilling, Gillingham, gross misconduct. Sacked by Bristol City after six months because there was rumours he might not be committed to the Is this the same club. person? Yeah, same person. Sacked by Portsmouth after ten months because he only took him from the bottom to the middle of the table. Not good enough. Sacked. Because he was shit. Any ideas who it might be? Tony Pulis. Tony Pulis. Manager of the season. Uh, here's another one. Sa sacked by Karlsruhe in Germany. Because they were shit. Sacked by Ananapur just, in just, Turkey. Because they were shit. Just before you we Manager of Tyrol Innsbruck. We went bust under his managership. Just before we go to... What's he up to these days? Manager of England. No, manager of the world champions, Germany. Just, just before we go, Carlo Ancelotti, manager of the best team in Europe. Wait, sat Poulis. by Juventus because when he was, was shit. When was Pulis <laughs> at Gillingham? What year was that? It was when they got beat in the playoffs by City. 2000. Right. 99. 99. Is that when they beat us? 99. So that's 15 years ago. When really? was he at Portsmouth? Somewhere after that. But he was sacked because he was shit. Now he's manager of the season. So and in between, he's had a successful. Um, he was sacked by. He was sacked by Stoke. Um, first time he was at Stoke. Well, <coughs> he was shit. So yeah, exactly. So he's, he's learned. Not. He's learned from his mistakes. 
And no, it, 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 no, no. it shows you that it shows you, what does it show you? people will sack good managers because they panic because the team's not doing well. Well, that's just the climate that we're in in this day and age. It is the climate that you're in. So what do you do? Do you stand by somebody who's taking you into the bottom three? How long do you stand by in them for? How long, well, well, would, you, well, how long I, I, would you give Russell? And there is the million dollar question. <laughs> it runs week to week because it comes to a point where you just say, right, you, know, you look how quickly that Kyle... has been and gone. Look how quickly Kyle... No, that point hasn't been and gone because you look what happened at Derby. Great, you know, <laughs> great job. He's decent. But, the, but those things buy you that little bit. They buy you the extra couple of time, extra couple of games because the chairman sat there thinking, right, the guy's in his office all day. He's out on the training pitch all day. He's doing everything he can to try and sort it out. I can see what's, you know, you've got periods of the Fulham game, Fulham can get... But do we know he's doing that? Because if he wasn't, Whelan would have got shut already. Well, that's what I'm saying. Whelan's 78 now. Perhaps he's lost lost that drive, is what I meant. I didn't mean he lost his marbles because he's old. What I was meaning was, he might have lost his drive. That he had. He's he's totally passion for the football club. Well, uh, not as such, no, no, because <laughs> he, you can see he's full of passion for it. But you need that little bit extra. What's drove him on it through his business life? What the, maybe that that started to to to, to wane a little bit. Is it's, it is, where does it all fit in with the business plan for uh, Mr. Whelan though? Because that's what it is. It's business business venture. Mm. Isn't it? Is there not an element business venture. of Whelan trying to serve first because? He doesn't want to admit he's picked another bad manager second time in a row and he's thinking, I'll give him more time and hopefully it's going to work out rather than pull the trigger Well, was Coyle a bad manager? No, absolutely it was. What was was his form before he got sacked? Have you any idea? Uh, Yeah, do Barry. It was uh, two wins, (laughs) two draws and two losses. You only know that because he told you before the recording, don't you? (laughs) So two, two, two. So how many points does that give you? From 18... Lose three points. No, in the league. It gives you... Eight points. eight points from 18. Now, Rosler's last six. How many points has he got in that last six? Five. He's got six points. Six. Six out of 18. He's drawn against Brentford, drawn against Millwall, he's beat Derby. But. Oh, yeah, drawn against Derby, Fulham, yeah. and then lost We're not going team. off the last six games here, are we? Okay, oh, Whelan well, isn't. That's the reason. Well, look at the last six from last season. So, I'm taking sixes, because you see in the paper, that's the run of form, what they always give you in the newspapers. The last six games of last season, we won two and lost four. And that was six points again. So, he's got a, a sort of a record here of getting six points from 18, with the way I'm looking at it. Also, last season, uh, one of the big problems I have with Uwe Rosler is the number of plays he uses. He's constant rotating all the time. In the championship last season, Owen Coyle used 23 players in the championship, and this was on the back of a European campaign as well. Uwe Rosler used 34. Barry, this wasn't an issue when we were winning, and all of a sudden well, it, it was. Now. Have, you, have, it you was looked, have you looked back at that run and see how many players were used at that time? At what time? When we was when he first came in. Uh, and, and we were winning games left, right and centre. Yeah, it was the same, it was chopping and changing all the time. Yeah. Yeah. So, so chopping and changing isn't the problem then, is it? Well, I think it is. And I, especially, <laughs> even then, w- w- what sort of scorelines were we? Were we battering sides? Or were we, we were scraping 1-0 wins, 2-1 wins. Which is enough, that's more than enough. Well, it is enough, it is enough. That, yeah, that's, if, yeah. But, if you're playing well, but when you're not playing well, and you, like you say, you're scraping up, that run's going to come to an end, and then it's difficult to get it back. If you're a good side and you're a sticky patch, you can always come through that, can't you? 
It's like when them when we was winning all them games. If you look back, the part the performances were exactly great. We were just grinding out results, and we knew how to win games. And what's changed since then is the massive confidence issue, coupled with bad performances. If you're performing bad, you're not putting yourself in a position where you can win many games, are you? And that's what that's what we found ourselves in. I think he's um he's rotating players, but he's still isolating some of them. Like you look at Martin Wagon. I mentioned this last week, but he, how many games he played? He, he scored against Ipswich, and then we only, we only realised he still existed like a week ago. If Martin Wagner had scored that trick against Brighton, do you think he'd have been in the team for for Bolton? No, yes. no, no, no. Yeah, McLean scored two at Derby, weren't in bloody team. I, I, I think what you could say is it wouldn't make any difference if he was going to be selected. He was going to be selected, irrespective of whether he I, was or not. I think yeah, because Rosler's always looking for yeah. somebody that can. Bring something to the team. Yeah. With a brief to take us up, he's going to take us down. So why is Wheeler backing him? I don't understand. Well, yeah. I, I, the reason I, I, that's part of yeah. that's part of what you've got to look at. The there reason, must be something going on that, that's causing Wheeler to back well, him. Well, one of the reasons why Wheeler's backing him. The reason why Coyle was sacked last year was because he didn't have what a run of sixteen games where we had about thirteen wins out of it. And that's the difference. Mm. That's the reason he's not gone now. The loss on Friday could have been a real tipping point, but it's stuck with him. And I actually. So how far does it go down for now? How far does it go? That process for now. How far does it go? It, what happens if, if we if Borough, who are a very very good side, roll up a week of Saturday and do a job on us and go away with a two or three nil win? What happens then? Alright, what happens if we beat him? I know that's another way of looking at it. Mm. What happens then? Is it time to go then? It depends how well you want us to do now. It depends on expectation. Do you well, expect he's still talking, still? He was talking about uh, still making the playoffs, Whelan, in the post this week in his interview with Paul Kendrick. Well, it's only 12 points off at the moment. Well, yeah. done before. Well, I, th- yeah, I think. We, still, we need a lot of teams to drop points as well. The position we're in at the minute is not pulling the trigger this minute in time. Which, we've got an international break, would have been a great opportunity if we got someone in quick for a new manager to work with the players for two weeks on a solid basis, get his ideas implemented. Also gives him a six week period to assess what he's got in his squad, what does he need to offload in the January transfer window and what does he need to bring in. The situation we're in, he's not going to pull the trigger. If We've got a very, very busy period coming up till say now in January. And then if things are still going bad, he's going to pull the trigger then, giving your new manager no room for manoeuvre in the transfer window, stuck with the squad with what he's got, and no time with his players on the training ground because he's got a thick and fast set of fixtures coming up. So Whelan's took a gamble by sticking by him, and it's a big gamble for me. I think that could change in the next two weeks, though, potentially, if we don't win any of these next few games I know but Dan that's what I'm saying it's the wrong time mate because what's going to happen is the new manager comes in there's no transfer window is there because the new manager doesn't know what he's got you, you can't just say right there's a week I've seen players you, you can't see okay. everything within a week can you so that's when it's the timing of everything right. that's, what's go- that's what could cock it up a question to us all in each one of us and this has been posed by mate this what would you do if you were the chairman, what would you do? We'll go with you first, mate, while you've posed the question. There, there's a wonderful business maxim, isn't there, and there's anything on the way to success, and that is failures 
the stepping stones to success. And as long as you don't repeat your failures, you will actually succeed. I would like to know, as a chairman, I would like to, like to say to uh, the manager, what is it you're going to be doing now, before the next transfer window opens, to ensure that we now start improving as a team? And I would ask him, I would ask the manager, are you going to shed players? Are there certain players you want? I would like to see some consistency within the team, such as selections and shapes, formations and so that forget the spectators forget the spectators there's too much pressure coming from spectators about what team you should pick etc I want you to get your best team together and stick with it give it a run if players are not performing get rid of them in January if players if you turn around to me and say right we're falling short in this area this area this area we go out and we buy some but I would give the manager, up until the next transfer window, I would agree a target with him. I'd look at the next fixtures, which two Sheffield Wednesday games, we've got Leeds, we've got Bury, we've got Norwich, is I would say, right, I want so many points from these next games. And if you don't get them, then we will be having a conversation about what we do. That's what I would do if I was a chairman. I would give him an opportunity to redeem himself with the players that he's got. I agree that the fact that if we get a new manager in, that manager can't really do anything except manage those players who are still there now until January. And that's difficult. They did that last season. And Roswell was the man who did it. Yeah, no, but... Absolutely. Yeah, but the thing is, though, is what happened. 33 games, with, in the last 33 games, we've only won seven. I want, as a chairman, I'm still chairman, don't forget Barry, still chairman here at the minute. I think there's your answer, chairman. Mr. Yeah. Chairman, there's your answer. Yeah. Well, say that again. Of, of the last 33 games we've won, I mean, eh? Seven. Well, what's, what have you told this manager to do? Get us promoted? No. No. I'm not told him to get promoted. I thought I'm, he did at the start of the season. Have you changed your mind? Oh, hang on a minute, hang on a minute. I'm, that, that was that other chairman. I'm chairman now. Man. I'm chairman now, mate. This is my rules, my club. Chairman Mo, you know, more like. Chairman Nick. Chairman. No, no I think that's the, that's the obvious thing. It's like turn around and say, right, come on. This is what I want. This is what I want. This is what you've got to do. And if you've got to cut players, put players, you know, like cut, cut noses off to spike faces, do. But let's start getting some points on the board. What would you do, Paul? In an answer that doesn't take ten minutes for that mixer's job. <laughs> I'm the chairman. I can take as long as I want because I bring the mints. Um, I, I, I it, it's there, isn't it? It's right on the knife edge. It's it's hovered on the knife edge. You had a good result at Derby. You're buying a bit of time. Bad result at Bolton. Bad result at Brighton. There does come a point when you just sort of. You start asking the question, but like I say, I, I'm wary that there's a lot of good managers been sacked because they were deemed to be crap by the chairman and the fans, and they, they weren't good enough. But yet they were good managers. Sometimes a, a particular manager doesn't work for a particular club. Also, that's another thing. It doesn't mean to say he's a bad manager. He just doesn't work for that club. Yeah, but that when he when he when he turned up, everything was right, wasn't it? Everything went from being horrible and poisonous to spot on. And, and so now say, oh, he just doesn't work with this club. Well, do you not think he couldn't do anything but win because it was Owen Coyle who was in the job before him? Yeah, but he was on a. He, you know, he, he, on a he made a particularly good impression, didn't he? And a particularly big win. Yeah. 
You've got a knee jerk reaction from the place. You've had yours, Mr Chairman. You've got a knee jerk reaction from the place. What would you? What would I would you have sacked him weeks ago. Rob would be sacking next one now. Just another quick point, sorry to backtrack. I think Perta Rosler not being successful at Wigan is not taking all his backroom staff with him when he'd made a success for it at Brentford. That's a bit what I forgot to add in. Um, yeah, that's a poor point. Well. Yeah. Are they largely Kyle's staff then? Yeah, it's Graham Barrow, it? etc. Isn't it? He's got. Graham Barrow's sacked from every club in North West, his right hand man. Adam, what would you do? Well, if he's going to back him now, I'd, I'd give him... It's not about him, it's about you. You're, 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 the, you're the chum. I've just, I've just said you're, you're I'm backing. You're going to have to do right. you're you're back follow him. what your mum and dad say, <laughs> you know what you want. <laughs> Alright, um, I'd give him three games. I'd say, <clears> I want <throat> you to win these three games. <laughs> I want you to win, I want you to get nine points out of these three games, if you don't, you go. But if you get seven, would you change your mind? Maybe. <laughs> it's all about the performances and whether it looks like it's going to get better or it's just the same old, same old bat crap. Chairman Adam, what about these topless male uh, go-go dancers you have on the pitch at half-time? What's going on with them? <laughs> well, that was the previous chairman, that. Oh, I'm sorry. Gareth, what would you do? I'll be Rob. I'd have sacked him weeks ago. Like Bolton did with their manager. Fulham did with their manager and their recent managers as we've seen in recent weeks have completely transformed the club's fortunes and I think that's what we've got to do and I think he's a waste of time Rosler I'd sack him Dan if I were the chairman I'd do exactly what Whelan's done up to now come out and back him because you've got to back your manager haven't you especially when he costs you all that money and if you ship him out it's going to cost loads more money to get somebody else in and a whole new regime so just stretch it out for a bit longer. And I'd say give him till the end of the year. The end of the calendar year. Not the end 31st of the 31st of December. Right. Which is the day after Figueroa leaves, I believe, because he's extended his contract. He has, yeah. Yeah. Well, if I was the manager. Chairman. Chairman. If I was the manager, I'd be fearing the sack because I deserve it. And if I was the chairman, I'd make sure I'd get it. Yeah, I'd sack him. Then you'd be straight to the psychiatrist. Yeah. Uh, I'd <laughs> sack him, definitely. Um, it's just not looking for him. Me and Gareth met the fella, aren't we? Yeah, um, really nice Paul. Yeah, yeah, we got on really well with him. And he's, he's, I don't want anybody to lose the job, you know, because it's Christmas time. I don't think it's going to be skimp like if we do sack him. But um, you've got to put the club first, haven't you? And it's not working. It's just not working. This really sounds like a second interview. I've heard comments that, oh, I hope we don't sack him, we don't be like other clubs. What, uh, being more successful by sacking the manager, getting an instant reaction off players and moving up a few places in the table? No, I don't want that either. I've got to come out and support Robin what he just said earlier on, too, about the fact that he hasn't got his own backroom staff. And that must be like just w working with one arm tied behind your back, and it's hard. Now we have. He's a brought some of them though, hasn't yeah, he? Yeah, but I don't think he's not brought the key ones. No, he's not brought the key. Yeah. The good ones. I think he, I hate he's to say it, Barry. Renford. I hate to say yeah, it, I know, but I, I think he's the brains behind the operation, yeah. mate. As things yeah. have transpired, yeah. it kills me to say We've it. We got the wrong person. We man. did. We did, mate. We've got. We, this should have come as a pair, haven't we? Well, I do think that is a, a big thing for him. Yeah. I really do. And I think it's uh, inhibiting some of the stuff that he wants to imp implement down at the training ground. 
So. Before he comes to Atlantis, Roslow was at Lillestrom, um, Viking, Mould, Brentford. And he started each one of those terms of office on a similar sort of run that he did at Latics, and then it petered out. Maybe it's just a bloke who can go in for a, a short term blast, give them the kick up the backside they need, get them playing, but then he runs out of ideas. Why don't we sack him and get him in again the next day? <laughs> <laughs> so then we don't have to pay anybody yeah. anything. Anyway, uh, just a bit of news before we finish. I don't know if you've ever seen it. Uh, Thomas Rogney has. Uh, uh, done an interview with the Norwegian press today and said uh, last week and said he's, he's leaving the Latics in January. I don't know if the Latics know anything about this. It was all done in Norwegian and he had to translate it on the interweb. So uh, Google Translate. Yeah, no, he no. won't be missed. It, it comes with no surprise though, doesn't it? No, he doesn't. Uh, whether he's been given a fur crack of the whip or not, he's 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 always injured, isn't he? And uh, he's another Arabian Lopez, and you can't you don't want to be carrying plates like that. Well, Ramis um, is not doing too bad, is he? Who? Ramis. On the loanie. Mm. Or Alcaraz. We've got two people. Alcaraz is not as good. Oh, yeah, I agree with that. He's played as much, though, this season as well as he did last season. I'd bring uh, Peter Averton back in a uh, Matt Jackson centre half partnership. <laughs> talking oh, working at club, isn't it? Well, talking yeah. about Peter Atherton, talking about Peter Atherton, it looks as though we've got a little bit of strength in depth because Peter Atherton's team. I know riding high at the under 18s and the actual development squad have got has it, through to the local uh, uh, through to the semis yeah mm. so we have got strength in depth but then again though we have got the biggest squad in the championship so yeah. we have actually got first teamers playing in the development squad haven't we yeah but it's encouraging though with the 18s right anyway um, so at the end of this I'm still not on the wiser if, if uh, we're foreign or against and I think we're split 50-50 here sort of haven't we there's seven of us the producer, have a producer in, in behind his uh, desk. I don't know what he started. He's on. Anyway, right. So uh, we'll just have to wait and see what transpires over the next few weeks. I'm sure if the results don't turn around, he'll be out through the door. Eight, eight. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. That doesn't work well on radio, does it? Uh, no, we're going to try for this. Count, count, count. And I'm not going to edit that out, Tyler. Anyway, good, good, good night from me. It's good night from him. Good night. Good night. Grace.
a living endorsement The intention that you have booked Was an intention that was overlooked Stay safe, stay away